Welcome everybody back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. It's another interview with one, or sorry, we are definitely one of the best uh, wrestlers on the UK scene. One, yeah, I know, I know. One of them. Just about to head off on his Holly Bobs, first one of the year. However, he's decided that before he gets on the plane, he can't think of anything better to do than come and talk to me on this channel. It is for the second time we've had you on now, Corey McRae. Good evening, mate. Good evening. How are we doing? We are all good. Thank you for what well, before you pack mm -hmm. holiday coming on this show. It's uh, always appreciated. It's always good to see you as ever. Let's start. I mean, 2023, we started this in 2023, and we've been to see you quite a lot of times. In well, you started hitting the turnbuckle in 2023. Yeah. Wow. You've done all of that in a year. Mm -hmm. Fair play. Fair play is a lot here. Fucking yeah. Decent. We've done a lot in a year, but it's your year, not ours. Uh, we, we'd probably do our own review show for that if we wanted to. Um, listen, you've been champion. You haven't been champion. You've had bangers. You've had Colin Mills and and you know and all of that. But in your opinion, 2023 for you, how do you think it went? It's by far the best of my career so far, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, very few people are get to be champion in this business, let alone champ champ. Um, so I was very grateful for those opportunities. Had a quality run with great opponents throughout the whole year. Um, obviously, everything's got to come to an end at some point. Everything felt right. Obviously, over at Ignite, some things had to be changed around. Um, but it all still worked out very well. Um, plenty of abroad bookings, uh, some debuts, some title defences against big names, some challenges. Um, improvement of skill, learning some new bits as always. Generally, by far, absolutely clear, the best year of my career so far. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I can't talk past last year. I can, it was the first time I've seen you, but it definitely yeah. felt very... You could see improvement. I mean, coming from me, it doesn't really matter why I say improvement. You, but uh, you, you can see that. And we see that in quite a lot. I mean, I've seen that in begrudgingly i've seen it in like mark true and people like that and obviously he's gone on and doing the scene now over in ref pro and progress um but you're yeah, right we had a lot of defenses last year at ignite as well and we'll get into that in a minute but let's talk jpw first last year was pretty good I mean, you was taking on like sapphire reed and people like that and you again look at sapphire now she's she's uh, going yeah. what's your plans for jpw this year though <clears throat> good question Certainly to branch out a bit more, um, we'd like to bring in more crowd members in the local area, not just from Harwich, but from the surrounding areas as well, yeah. um, to make sure that even in these tough times, there are fun um, activities for families to come and attend at a cheap price. Um, to get some good names in, uh, well, a mix of good names and some new names um, and mix that together try and create some new bonds and friendships there while also putting on some incredible matches um show by show we've got we've just I, we've just announced um a sponsorship with our local pub here in harridge as well yep. um, and there's talks of potentially doing a, a beer garden slash wrestling event mixed together in the pubs uh garden because they cleared it all out at this year the beginning of this year so plenty of space to put a wrestling ring and some seats out so and a, and a barbecue they said as well. So it could be absolutely incredible come summertime. Watch that space in that case for that. Um, that would be an interesting one. Wrestling in the garden. Yeah, wrestling in the beer garden. It's not beer wrestling in the beer garden, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you think about all. Not only is you can have kids and families there. You'll have your typical pub goers. People there for a barbecue. People drinking. People enjoying the sun. 
It's going to be a good, good, rowdy, loud crowd, hopefully. Hopefully. Well, that's the plan. Yeah. I mean, the JPW shows that we attended last year were always bundles of fun. We had a lot. We had obviously the split up of the lads, that payoff yeah. at the end of that year. Obviously, we had rightly back end of it, Forrest Hayes winning the, the title off of the uh, the Dover Court Dragon, who beat Nick Payne after his run. Um, but yeah, you had some memorable ones at, um, at JPW. As I said, the Sapphire Reed one was one that I remember very fondly. But do you have a favourite from JPW last year? <laughs> of, of my match personally or just in general? In general, not just in, in general. So you say not just in JPW? Yeah, not just JPW. I mean, you can you can layer it down if you want to do one JPW, one Ignite. It's up to you. Sure, sure, sure. Um, ooh, favorite match in JPW. The Bryant's always put a hell of a tag match on. Um, to be fair, it's been so long now. I can't remember who we've had on. Um, who? Let's have a look, quick look. Tell you what match of yours I liked. Uh, I think JPW. You've done Kay and Lane. Was it Kay and Lane or Tommy Lawrence? Did you fight the last one? Uh, uh, the last one, I can't remember. I've, I know I definitely wrestled both of them. Is it Kay uh, and Lane? Lane must have been Kay and Lane because Tommy won the Indominus belt, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah so it was Kay and Lane, yeah. That yeah. was a good... That's, uh, I, it's weird because we'd never crossed paths at all. And then all of a sudden, within like the span of a month, I think we wrestled like two or three times. Um, across different promotions, so it was quite weird. We'd said about how it'd be cool to wrestle each other, and all of a sudden we were we were in the same ring multiple times. Yeah, um, but just there's like a couple of the jet, like there's so many like the, so many good ones that I could pick as a favourite because places like in Germany where the crowd are so up for it and they're so invested, the match itself feels much bigger. Yeah, um, and then I've also got in Germany winning the title, so you've got that. Um, you've got hitting a year with as, as Ignite Champion while we're wrestling, um, getting to face Danny Blade. Um, it's, a, like, it's a very fortunate position to be like the upper um, Wrestle Carnival, getting to share the ring with Robbie X. Mm-hmm. Um, people like that was a great experience. Connor Mills, having fun with Smashing Mike. He's always loud and bubbly. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lawrence. Um I can't the oh, I can't remember his name now, but in Hungary for um for Passion Pro, um, getting to meet like, oh, so, mate, there's so I could list off so many cool opportunities I was given. Paul Robinson, yeah, he, um, Eerie Sugar Sugar here. I can't even pronounce the name. Um, so Eerie, I'm yeah, honestly, absolutely, I could I could I couldn't tell. One there certainly hasn't been one favorite match, no. but I would, I would have to put mo. If you give me a moment, it would be winning a title over in Germany. That would, um, we can narrow it to that, narrow it down to that. That's perfect, not a problem. But there's also one show that I attended at the back end of last year, which was RCWA, and you took yeah. the aforementioned Mark True in that, and it was a, it was a barn burner. That one, loved that. Yeah, yeah. we were, yeah, watching that back. It's very rare that I can watch a match back. Um, and thoroughly enjoy it without picking myself apart um, or wanting to rearrange parts of that uh, of a match. But yeah, me versus Mark, that was one very enjoyable um, backstage, um, and two to actually perform with him, knowing that you're in safe hands. Very skillful young lad, um, very hungry, very passionate, um, easy to to do it all. Yeah, it was very very good. And yeah, watching it back, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it back as well as 
physically wrestling them. Do you do pick do you pick yourself apart too much, do you think, when you watch those matches back when you do watch them? Absolutely. Back? Yeah. Absolutely. But it's but it's the best way to do it because if you yeah. don't, you'll never improve. Yeah, so um, very, you're, as I say, you're your own worst critic. So it's, I think that's how it should be anyway. If you if you if you don't, then you're certainly missing out. Definitely. So let's talk ignite. So obviously you had a great run, ignite over at ignite. You mentioned again, uh, smashing Mike. He became our champion last year. Uh, Mark is now after that title, from what I hear. Uh, he's not mm. kept it shut since, um, which will be interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting if that match ever does uh, surface. But nevertheless, um, yeah, you had your championship last year. As you said you had Colin Mills and Smashing Mike at Buckle Up. And then you had your first one with Gene Money. And then the second yep. one with Gene Money when he, he beat you. And then Adonis cashed straight in. Fair play to him. He had that opportunity. Made the most of it. Took it, cashed it in one. Now, this coming time at Ignite on February the 4th um, in Chapter 3, you've gone to been put in a triple threat match against Tommy and Aluna for the number one contendership. Uh, side note, Aluna's now our women's champion, uh, a turnbuckle women's champion. She was crowned a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations, right. Aluna. Um, but do you feel a bit aggrieved by that? I mean, you've not technically, you've lost it, but you've not had your one-on-one rematch. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's pretty disrespectful um, to a former champion. I've held that title for that long. Um, held that company on my back uh, for over a year. I think it was a year and four months. Um, banger of a match after banger of a match, putting my body on the line. Um, I get screwed over in that match, lose the title, and the best that they can give me is I've got a fight for the number one contendership. Yeah. If that's, I see it as a bit of a slap in the face, but that doesn't matter because I will still clear the pair of them out of that ring. Um, so one way or another, I'm going back for that title. Um, it's just another payday, to be honest. Just another payday. Well, it'd be interesting because it might not even be Adonis that you get should you win that match. He's got Jay Joshua. True. And he, um, well, Adonis wasn't didn't have many pleasantries for Jay uh, when we interviewed him a couple of days ago. Jay, Jay didn't actually, was meant to come on. He wasn't here. So Adonis uh, messaged me and said, I'll come on instead. And he did. Oh, wow. Jumped yeah. in last minute. Yeah, last minute. Yeah, he also had a few choice words for Tommy Kyle. Said that uh, he he done. Huh? I'll say I still can't remember how good that Ignite Championship is. It's a beautiful title. It is a beautiful title. It's currently he did. I think he held it throughout the whole of the interview. If I, if I remember rightly, he did. Uh, but one of the things I actually just cutting back quickly. Uh, one of those things that Ignite that will always laugh, and it's still one of our most viewed shorts on our channel, was when mm -hmm. Andy touched your title and you ripped his head. <laughs> the disrespect. My man wants to do interviews and he's claiming he's touching the title as if he's put the effort into win one. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it's yeah, it's still one of our most viewed shorts on our channel. We still get, really? yeah, that and there was an there was an Andy going off on an AEW rant that got up there as well. But it's still one up there, but very, very high up that list of uh short views. Um, we're just going back to it, yeah. We mentioned <clears throat> we were talking about obviously Adonis and, and Jay, and uh, he had a few choice words for Tommy Carl. He said that he had done in two matches what Tommy Carl couldn't do in two years. <laughs> Yeah, so he's, he's, not, not wrong. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. No. But still, to say that out loud is he might be cooking up something there, you know. Could Ooh. be cooking up a bit of a storm. But Ignite last year seemed to go from a from a show perspective, from strength to strength to strength to strength. That last one in November. Well, 
was literally yeah, up like Rev Pro level standard in terms of in ring quality. Absolutely, you are welcome for single handedly accomplishing that. Yeah, you are welcome. <laughs> it, was, it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but as my role of champion, that's what I had to do. No, um, no, that you, like you guys and Ignite um, coming together is one of the best things that I've seen with wrestling for a long time. Helping us um, put some some of the matches on that they did throughout that year. Um, was incredible. I think Ignite is one of the hottest companies to work for at the moment. Um, CJ should be incredibly proud of himself for what he had built up from the ground. And then you guys jumping in um, and working together, um, you've accomplished something very, very impressive. Um, so fair play to every single person, every single wrestler, every single team member, because um, Ignite is hot as anything right now. Certainly is. Uh, at last count, there was about 10 tickets left. Actually, Shenley Road had to put another row in. Um, they got an email from people yesterday, I think yesterday the day before, saying that um, we want to come to the show in February, but there's only singles left. So they actually put a new row right at the very back of where oh, the wow. cam is. The yeah, yeah, yeah. very last bit they've put back in now. Uh, and that they really worked on the sound deck at that point. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be loud in there. And they've already put tickets on sale for April. Uh, which is good. We've got ours already. Yes, we we paid for ours straight away. We can't get wow. away from, from Ignite. But let's talk your goal. In 2024 for you, Corey, um, you obviously yeah. you said you want to do some more stuff uh, in, over here. You want to work, get some debuts, maybe get some new promotions in the UK and abroad. Yeah, absolutely. Same, same as before. Just every single year and improve, get better, uh, get my name out there more. Somehow, I've got to still try and break out onto the scene. Um, I feel... It feels like it's the same thing every single year. Um, got the skill, got the voice, but for somehow, for whatever reason, we're not getting to that next level. Uh, I believe I've hit a ceiling. Um, some people will quit and give up at that point, but people like me are trying to push through that at whatever it takes. Cream always rises to the top. So no matter how many times people turn me away or just give me an excuse for why not now, but down the road, sure. Um, eventually, if you keep knocking on the door, it's going to cave in at some point. Um, so I want debuts. I want different countries. I want new titles. I want new fans to hate me or love me. I want people to buy new merch. Uh, every single year is a progression. I want 100% more than what I did last year. Um, and whether that be right now, in the middle of the year, at the end of the year, at some point, we will certainly be better than where we were last year. Definitely. So you can't take the talent away either if you've got the talent that you have, and you certainly do have that. Um, interesting enough, just a sidetrack, I wanted to mention, because you do do some MMA training as well, right? How do you incorporate that? How the differentiator does that with, say, training for wrestling to train to MMA? Good question. Well, now I've sort of I've moved away from jiu-jitsu uh, and the MMA classes now mainly focus on Muay Thai and kickboxing throughout the week um, just to make sure that my strikes are as sharp um, and as clean as possible. Um, but to differentiate, differentiate that from wrestling, there isn't really much. Um, both entail a lot of hard work, cardio-based um treating your opponent with respect um, and keeping them safe while maintaining your um, improvements, sharpening our irons um, and trying to improve with every single class, be better than you were the day before. Um, quite recently, um, we had a sparring session on Friday, Muay Thai uh, sparring on a Friday. 
Um, it's just a sen- essentially we'll warm up for about 45 minutes, jump rope, pad work, and then it's a, about an hour, an hour and a half of just straight up sparring, re- five-minute rounds. Um, and it's just you do as many rounds as there are people there. So if there's 20 people there, you're doing 10 rounds of five-minute rounds. So by the end of it, you're absolutely shattered, um, which is great because that tr- con contours over to wrestling with the cardio. Yeah. It helps keep you keeps you fresh, keeps you on your toes, keep you light. Um, and it makes you what people do not realize uh, is breathing. Yeah. Um, so you are forced to control your breathing um, to make sure that you are getting enough oxygen to your muscles to be able to perform as good as you did at the beginning of the night as you do at the end of the night. So it is a, a, for the mental gain as well, knowing that you can hold yourself against anyone um, in the wrestling ring or in Muay Thai. Um, knowing that you put in hard work, it is incredible. So it benefits both parties. It's very rare that I get to actually train wrestling anymore, which is definitely going to be a bit of a downfall for me because I don't get to practice um, certain things or meet certain people. But being living out in the bum... Can you swear on it? Yeah. Yeah, living in the bum fucking nowhere um, certainly doesn't help. And obviously the whole thing with the last train school that we'll fall out with, um, it's reducing me there. But we try our very best. You do indeed. And actually, now the Muay Thai stuff, are you going to be incorporating that into your wrestling game a bit more? Yeah, this year, people don't realise what's coming this year. Um, the strike combinations that I've been learning, the sweeps, the takedowns, um, coming in with the elbows, the over-the-top elbows, knees to the core, incorporating some vicious combos that people haven't just haven't seen yet. It's all well and good people creating different wrestling moves, but when they see a strike combination land that they've never seen before, um, it's going to blow people away for sure. So everyone, keep a look out for that uh, as we go mm-hmm. as we go through the year and as you attend more shows. But as we start to wrap up here, so you can start packing for your trip, tell people where have you got? Where can people get hold of you on socials? Where can promotions reach out to book you? And what have you got coming up? Your best bet to grab me is on Instagram at underscore Corey McRae. Twitter, of course, um, Corey McRae. Not Corey McRae. Um, emails Corey K Bennett at gmail.com um, or just ask someone to ask me. Um, I'm everywhere, everywhere, always watching. Exactly. And promotions, if you do want an exceptional mm-hmm. talent on your shows, mm-hmm. look no further than the guy on my screen that's talking to me right now. He is the Godfire for a reason. And Absolutely. You had him on your shows this year going forward to let him show the world how good he really is. As we start to wrap up, I need to do some stuff so you can go to sleep if you want here, Corey. Good shout out to Team Buckle 2024, Taylor James, Aluna Blue, Adonis Payne, Artemis, and LA Taylor. Coming up, we have got CJ Carter, funny enough, coming up on Monday to do an Ignite preview show. Obviously, all the review shows will be back. We are then attending Ignite on February the 4th. And if you're not attending Ignite or if you are thinking about it, hurry the hell up because there won't be many tickets left. Straight after that, a couple of days later, we're going to be interviewing Alex Windsor as well as the title uh, wrestling general manager, Mike Angus. And at the back end of February, we'll be just talking to the former WWE tag team champion, Heath Slater. We'll also be attending um, Revolutions Pro High Stakes at Crystal Palace on February the 18th. And finally, there'll be an announcement and Ignite on February the 4th from us and CJ Carr about the plan for 2024. That'll do for now. The rest, legally, I can't say. I'm even still checking my emails to make sure nothing has come through whilst we've been on. Little last-minute spoiler. 
Last minute spoiler. Last minute spoiler is um, CM Punk winning the Royal Rumble tomorrow night. Ooh, uh, is that who you think? Is that who you're going for? Well, after everything that came out yesterday, I don't fucking... <laughs> yeah, Vince McMahon stuff, no? Oh, the, the messages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, in, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, got some other wrestler, big wrestler in trouble uh, as well. Yeah, Meant yeah. to be coming back uh, tomorrow, or well, today when this goes out on Saturday, uh, for the Royal Rumble. Obviously, that won't be happening. So that's my that's my prediction for uh, the Royal Rumble. So uh, go and slap your money on it now, people. If you fancy losing some money, I was I was the person that said that CM Punk wouldn't be coming back to WWE. So that's really? how good I was. Yeah, that's how good I was. But <laughs> that's how good I was. <laughs> that's how great my spoiler wrestling knowledge really is. But Corey, it's been great to have a chat with you. Uh, enjoy your holidays, oh, and so we true. will see you uh, in a couple of weeks or week Sunday. I'd ignite. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> day after I land. I land Saturday um, at night. About 11, I get in at about midnight, uh, and then I'm leaving at 12 on Sunday to get to Bournemouth on time. So I have to tell this story, because actually you just made me laugh thinking about it. You were wrestling in Germany on a Saturday, yep. and you had Ignite on a Sunday, and I've never yep. seen CJ Carter look so worried in all yeah, my yeah. life. Because <laughs> you landed like the Sunday morning. Yeah, that yeah, that morning, yeah, literally the um the grind didn't stop. I got yeah, landed uh at Stansted at like nine in the morning, um, drove home, got home for about ten, and then had two hours to unpack, repack, uh, have some food and then leave to drive straight to Bournemouth to then wrestle Gene Money for the first time. Um yeah, it was it was a an a knackering experience of a weekend, but wrestling filled, so it was all worth it. Exactly. You see the promoters as well. That's the commitment this man will bring you, should you book it. Exactly. Exactly. There's no one that puts in more work than me when it's required. There you go, promoters. You heard it here first from the Godfire, Corey McRae. He's now jetting off for some holidays, but he's still. you can still get hold of him if you want to book him. But oh, yeah. as I said, Corey, we'll see you next Sunday. We'll see you guys, the fans watching us, probably around another 60-odd review shows that we'll be doing between now and then. But until then, everybody, he's been the Godfather, Corey McRae. I've been your host, Adam Cousins. Buckle down, stay safe. Good night.